Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. Today we will be covering New Moon, Chapter 4. Hello! Welcome back, welcome back! Ayo. What did I say the last time? Welcome to the Spunky Fresh episode? Probably. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, my god. Last episode was a bitch to edit. Um, that's why it, it like came out late on the Patreon bonus stuff. Some like I don't even know what happened. Basically, I was supposed to edit it, and like for some reason, my audio file pitched too low, <laughs> and it was just terrifying. Honestly, terrifying. <laughs> I it sounded was really, so really weird. weird. I don't know why it sounded like that. But um, well, mm, by now I guess we got it uploaded. <laughs> but anyway, that's oh my god! You know what happened? What you know what happened since since we recorded the last episode? What happened? <laughs> Well, we learned about my girlfriend's newspaper entry. Oh my god, wait, hold on, sorry. My mom is calling me, and I do have to answer that what legally. fuck? Sorry, hold on. Hello-y! Oh, hi. Hi. I was just monologuing. Cool, as you do. My mom literally just called me to tell me a funny story. And I was too, I felt too, she loves, she loves to see me and talk to me, so I felt too bad to tell her that I was in the middle of something. Yeah, <laughs> so I let her tell me a very short story. Um... Okay. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Liv. Uh, about this, uh, <laughs> about this newspaper article. So, we promised that we wouldn't share, like, the actual article itself because it's super cringe. It's so However, cringe. However, just know that somewhere out there in, in, what, it would have been 2008? Yeah. My girlfriend wrote an entire hate piece about how <laughs> they're not like other girls because <laughs> they don't like Twilight. Oh my god, it's so fun. It's a, that's such a funny phenomenon because, like, Twilight is one of the most hated YA series. Mm -hmm. So, but mm -hmm. but there still was that very certain brand of people who were like, mm -hmm. "I'm the only person who doesn't like this." But they were yeah. everywhere, so it was just so <laughs> confusing because they're just whatever. I love Liv. Liv's great, but that is absolutely hilarious. Oh my god, so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> All right. Okay. We should probably talk about the actual let's, book. We've been yeah, stalling let's get for into a while. The actual book. Because this yeah. chapter is kind of boring. <laughs> if we're being honest. Low key, low key boring. But like high, high key, key boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're covering chapter four of New Moon, Waking Up. So we just went through our uh, wake me up. Wake, wake me up inside. inside. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> save, call my name. Okay, all right. And save. Are we going to get copyrighted? Like, I don't know. <laughs> get copyright, like copyright strike. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, moving on from that. So, anyway. yeah, Bella is depressed. Uh, we just had that thing where she goes from November to January, basically feeling nothing. Oh, from October to January. Sorry, it's even longer than that. Yeah. Um, you know, mixed feelings on that. Yeah. But finally, uh, she wakes up, I guess. Yeah. Well, Charlie what, slams his fist down on the table. And says, Wait, there's something it, before Bella. that, though. I'm sending you home. There's a thing before oh, that, Oh, yeah. Though. I mean, Whatever. there's like th three lines It's just like dramatic. It's just dramatic. 
Yeah, she's like, time passes even when it's impossible and horrible and I don't want to be alive. It passes still. Yeah. It's like, oh, Bella, please see. Please see a therapist. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, you will talk about though. that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yes, Charlie is pissed. Mm-hmm. He's pissed. He's angry. Big, big angry Charlie energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's like, he basically says like she doesn't do anything, and she's like, I don't understand. I've been perfect. <clears throat> I've been doing everything I'm supposed to do. I go to school. I come home. I don't miss curfew. I do all my homework. I get like straight A's. And he's like, Yeah, but you're, you're not like living. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, are you good? Yeah, he calls her lifeless. Um, and she also, like, she really, like, in the middle of the second page on this chapter, it talks about mm-hmm. she's making an effort to pay attention, and it's not easy because she's still used to turning everything out. And you can really, I mean, her mental state. We talked about this in the last, yeah. the last episode. Yeah, but yeah, this yeah. is, like, a constant state of just, like, dissociating, just, like, completely, just, like, outside of herself like out of body experience all the time she's like not even so in her head or like numbed out Mm -hmm. that like she just doesn't even comprehend what people are saying unless she makes an actual real big effort to focus on them which is right really depressing (laughs) well yeah uh so like literally like we're what two pages into this chapter three three pages and charlie says that he remind it reminds uh, him of when uh, Bella's mom left, and he said it was a really bad time for him, but he handled it, and then says, "Bella, you're not handling this." It's a good point. And then he asks, um, "Sorry," he asks, uh, "You know," he says, "I think we both know it's not getting better. Maybe you need to talk to someone, a professional." Mm-hmm. And Charlie uh, said, "Therapy." Yes. Okay. Okay. This is like a, uh, and. Her reaction is so yikes. It's so bad. It's yes, so yes, bad. Because yes. she oh says, God, do you I'm want so me glad. to see yeah. a shrink? And then mm-hmm. he's like, maybe it would help. And she's like, it wouldn't, maybe it wouldn't help one little bit. And then she goes into talking about psychoanalysis, which isn't even, like, they don't, no. they don't use psychoanalysis. They don't. This is literally like, uh, this is someone to help talk to psychoanalysis so you can work through like, your issues. Psychoanalysis is like Freudian, right? Like, that's, they don't do this yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, like, some Freudian stuff. I mean, I, I can't say if it's, like, at all in, in use at all, but, like, it. I feel like that's not, like, the first thing that you should think of when someone says, like, a therapist. Yeah. And, like, it's just... It's like, not about uh, analyzing you psychologically. It's about saying, hey, what's going on with you? Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm literally in a psych class right now, and you know it's only Psych 100, but, like, we, they don't yeah, yeah, use yeah. psychoanalysis really that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially not in, like therapy things I think so like uh, and I just don't get why they're ingraining like uh, Stephanie Meyer is ingraining this like distrust and like therapy yeah anti-mental health help like this weird agenda I I don't get it it's it's super this is what I I notice in a lot of media it's always like oh the parents are all like you know so helpful and wonderful and they're like you know, I just think there's something not right with you. Like, I think we need to get you a therapist because I want you to get help. And the kid is like, no, I don't need therapy. I'm fine on my own. And they're all edgy and dramatic about it. And I'm like, I think in real life, 
it's much more likely the kid is advocating yes. that something is wrong and the parents are going, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it's it's very interesting. It's a very different, interesting difference in reality because, like, even if... You, <laughs> I don't know. I've, there are definitely situations where kids are like, I'm too scared to tell my parents that I want to go to therapy. Right. Because of XYZ. And also, at the same yeah. time, it's like, even, like... <laughs> like, if they encourage you to go to therapy, they don't go to therapy for their own shit. They're like, oh, this is for a kid, not for me, adult. And it's like, you should not also... Not for me, adult. I have no problem. Me, full adult. Fathers don't know how to go to therapy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that. Um, yeah. It's no, just I just feel like it doesn't... It's not... I don't know. The interaction itself just feels, like, so misguided. I don't know. And, I, and even I get even, why people are reluctant to admit like maybe they need help, but she knows she's not doing okay. It's no secret. And I think he's genuinely showing he cares by being like, maybe you need some professional help. Yeah. And even if like what was I gonna say? I don't even know. Eh, who knows? <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> um yep. and then she talks about how she can't even tell the truth, which like I get that. But, like, there's sure. ways she can work around the truth. Like, sure, it won't be, like, oh, as absolutely. satisfying as she wants it to be, but she can just be, like... Like, the fact that he's a vampire can be taken out of this very easily because it, it you can, can go through an extremely traumatic breakup that leaves you like this mm-hmm. for this long of a period of time, and it can give you that much trauma, and you don't really have to be, like, oh, and also vampires. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't it's, gotta do that. Yeah, though. like... A big factor of it is, like, the the suddenness and the, like, you know, abruptness of, and total absence of him. It's not necessarily, like, he was a vampire and that's why I'm having so many problems. <laughs> yeah, like, I I mean, get... it is, but, like, also it's just, like, who he is as a person. Right, right. <laughs> like, the, I get that nuance can be lost in that, like, part of their arguing right. was about his vampirism and her wanting to become a vampire, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And, like, but there's still, like if you can work around that like the silent treatment that she was getting their entire relationship was toxic on a number of levels so like i mean the reason half the reason why they're split is so like i mean aside from him being like the worst like aside the breakup Mm -hmm. itself like their relationship before had been so toxic and codependent that it's not surprising that like this is she's like uh, reacting like this, and this is why she should also go see somebody. It doesn't, it doesn't matter whatever supernatural extra whatever there is. Like I don't <laughs> care. Go see a therapist, please. <laughs> They're gonna at least help with something, like some aspect of this. Yeah, uh, it, better. She would be better than she is now, even if it's not perfect. Yeah. and she just wants it to be perfect exactly. or horrible, and that's not a productive way of thinking. <laughs> hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, before we move on from that, I do want to go back a little bit and say uh, they she mentions like the first week, which neither of them mention anymore. Mm. And and I'm curious about that, and I'm wondering if we're ever gonna get that, or if it's just like this thing that will be alluded to but not talked about. I mean, right. I mean, I'm assuming it's just like she's in a similar state to as she was at the end of the last chapter that we got, and it, that is like the first week of just like horrible agony recovery active yeah, like, i always not even really computing uh-huh i always interpreted it as like that was like the week that it took her to like get her shit together to start acting like this you know oh i just go to school and i do all my homework and i just you know do all the things i'm supposed to do type of thing like it took her like that long to like get out of the like horrible catatonicness and then turn into at least 
I don't know, the, the level of distraction that I guess she's at now, where she's, like, just doing all her homework and really focusing on school and nothing else. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then uh, he talks about, he says that he's, like, she, she's, like, I I will do more for you if you want. I'll try harder, et cetera, et cetera. She's, like, saying I'll go out with people. I'll see what I can do. And he's, like, I don't want to see you keep trying because I, you are trying so hard to function like a human, and it's really yeah. hard to watch. And it's it hurts to watch. Uh, which is... Oh God, where where did Charlie's emotional like um, I know where did his superiority come like come from? Where did that come from? Because like last book we was kind of I mean he was he was just like was jealous dad, and then they S Meyer said okay we're gonna step him up to a thousand percent in terms of like emotional yeah. uh, self awareness <laughs> and just like capability. Yeah, I can only imagine like for him he's just like feels helpless doesn't know what to do and he's like i gotta dig down and find something inside of me to to say something here because i feel like he's generally like just like a awkwardly like watching and hoping that something changes and Mm -hmm. he reached breaking point because it's been months yeah and he says that he thinks she'll have a better time getting through this if she's out of forks which i completely agree with the entire Mm. reason she was in forks is because of edward so well and she's staying because she keeps like there's some part of her inside of her that's like hoping he's gonna return and she doesn't want to be away in case that happens or like whatever like she has some attachment to like forks because of him specifically and she needs to get out if she wants to get over that yeah but clearly i mean this is the thing that clearly she doesn't want to get over it she doesn't want to get over it exactly like mm, yeah she's struggling (laughs) Um, and then she she talks about she does she's trying to make all these dumb excuses like last semester in school that makes sense crowding mom and phil Mm. bullshit florida's too hot you lived in arizona (laughs) you're from arizona you literally hate forks because of the cold and the rain shut up it's so funny yeah and then and then charlie's like bro we know what's going on you're not you're (laughs) just waiting for him and it's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. And you need to stop. Uh, it's it sucks because uh, I completely am on Charlie's side here, <laughs> but I also like <laughs> teen angst. Whatever, <laughs> like I get it, but also. So she makes a a promise because she's about to head to school of saying, you know what? Fine, I'll make plans. I'll ask Jessica to go out and do something. I won't be home tonight. And he's like, that's not what I'm asking for. She's like, nope, I won't be home tonight. Sorry, bye. <laughs> And she's like, I guess I gotta make some fucking bony plans. I don't know. It's so weird. Oh my god. Which, this is so awkward because the, so she goes to school, she spends some time in the parking lot because she got there too early just doing calculus Yes, which I have to. She doesn't want to think at all. uh, She's the, she's the get busy to keep depression at bay type, which like I feel on a spiritual level. It's just like. The, dive yourself into any of your schoolwork to just avoid the fact that you're sad. Uh, and that is something that I think people can definitely relate to. <laughs> I sure as fuck can't. I can. That's all I fucking do. I've got I've got great grades. Wonder what that means. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, we're all, we're fine. all fine. Everything's good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So she goes to class and... Uh, 
the first thing she says is she tries to talk to Jess, and then Jess turns around and goes, are you talking to me, Bella? Uh. And it's like, oof, oof. You know she hasn't said, like, a word to any of her other friends this entire time. Like, she's completely alienated them. Classic depression move. Yep. But bad. Yeah. Don't treat your friends like shit. Yeah, she, Um, like, it's been weeks, maybe months since Jess has even said hi to her so mm-hmm. clearly yep. this has been going on for a while i mean i'm assuming she just like completely cut off after edward left and then eventually like they tried and then they just gave up and got yep. pissed and whatever mm-hmm. it seems like mike is sort of trying yeah i think he's definitely you know he's he's got a concern yeah he's, uh, he says he has an anxious her. expression which like, he seems like he knows something is up and he does not know how to deal with it. So he's just yeah. like, let's just uh, keep each other company at work. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I help, right? <laughs> he, he's trying. He's trying, and uh, I appreciate that. I'll give it to that. Uh, so yeah, then she's like, uh, you know, do you want to go to a movie? <laughs> just again, why are you asking me? <laughs> it's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, oh, it's rough. This whole, oh, God, this entire, yeah. it's so rough. Because, like, uh, and we'll see it more, it's... but it's, like, Bella's being a shit friend. Mm-hmm. But also, Jess is being so cruel. Yeah. Neither of when... them are in the right here, and yes. both of them, uh, both of them are wrong, and also both of them have reasons for, valid reasons for what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. Which I, I Hey, Esmeyer, this is pretty good. Like, uh, like, sure, they're being, like, weirdly Teenagers. aggressive, but, like, they each <laughs> clearly have motivations for what they're doing, and I I, I appreciate Well, yeah, for that. for Jessica, like, yeah, she's being, like, really rude. Like, why are you asking me? Oh, you're talking to me now? Uh, but, she, you know, she's angry because Bella essentially stopped talking to all her friends, and now she's like, what, you want my attention now? Yeah, and not but, only angry, you know, but also if hurt. she wasn't being... Yeah, and but, you know the better way to go about it is to be like, oh, Bella's making an effort finally. Let's try and encourage that behavior by responding nicely. <laughs> so maybe we can bring her out of this. Yeah. But, you know, she's hurt. So it's understandable that that's not where her mind first yeah, goes. Yeah, and people, like, uh, that's, yeah, that's the, you know, it's the ideal thing to do. But, of course, like, in reality, people yeah. are always going to do that. People don't act ideally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So totally understandable on both sides. She mentions that she, uh was thinking about driving to Port Angeles and back by herself to make sure that her odometer, is that how you say it? Yeah. Was reflecting the correct mileage in case Charlie checked. And I was like, oh, God, Charlie, you were doing so good this chapter. And then, oh, Mm -hmm. God, this, like, creepy protective parentship. Then the weird cop thing came out. Yeah. yeah. Or just, like, protective parents in general, like, overbearing helicopter parents, like, checking up on everything. Like, if he's doing this, he seems like the type that would go through her room and look for her journals, you know? Right, right, right. It's just creepy. Anyway. Disgusting. We hate (laughs) hate it. We hate to see it. (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, they're they're gonna see a zombie movie. <laughs> God. Because Bella wants to avoid anything to do with romance, um, which, like, she even says, um, what is it, when in English class, she was so happy that they were doing Animal Farm. Like, I would love to read about communism. At least there's no romance. That's <laughs> uh, pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so they go to, they're gonna go see... A zombie movie. And, you know, Jess is like... She smiles at her with tentative friendliness before yeah. leaving. Which is like... Here I'm like, good job. 
we're doing something. She extended working a little bit the, of an olive Working branch. in the right direction. And as we'll see later, yeah. it goes completely the opposite way again. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, so here, she also, like, it's so interesting because S. Meyer sometimes is just so terrible. And then, I mean, we've talked about this a lot. Every once in a while, she just hits yeah. something so well. And I think some parts of depression she really hits perfectly like she talks about yeah. the thick haze that blurs bella's mm-hmm. days where they all just kind of it's very confusing to her because it all like blends into each other yeah she uh, doesn't have any specific memories that she can hold on to it's just like oh shit time passed where was i yeah exactly so like that's definitely that's just like a little thing that i noticed that was very mm-hmm. interesting uh and then later down that page this is another it's a great uh literary uh device that she is where she instead of saying that She's avoiding thinking about the the garbage bag with the present from her birthday mm-hmm. and uh, the stereo where she took it out and, like, the horrible, like, bloody mess her nails. But she's saying, I didn't think about this. I didn't think about this. I didn't think about this. Like, trying to convince herself mm-hmm. that she's not thinking about it when obviously yeah. it's always right on the edge of her mind and she's constantly pushing it out. This is actually a really common, really, really good literary device, uh, writing device that people use. Um, it, and it works really well here, I think. Definitely, yeah. I mean, you get that full sense of how much of uh, an active denial she is taking part in with right. herself. Of like, I'm every day I have to consciously be like, don't think about that, don't look at that, don't think about that, don't think about that. Right. Uh, and yeah, so you know, I can understand why she's got this whole like basically not alive vibe going on because she's spending so much of her mental energy just trying to keep it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know, there's no room for expressing any other emotions or participating in, in, in her life in any way. Yeah. Oh, God. And I was just thinking, uh, also, the bloody mess my nails had been when I'd finished clawing it out of the... Da- like, she clawed the stereo out of the dashboard, probably breaking a few things. Probably during probably during that week one yes. thing, you think? Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, like, it's, it's another... It's, again, a good allusion to something that had happened without taking you too much into a past trip or taking you, you know, making it too much of a thing. It's just mentioned and it's mentioned yeah, yeah. that she is, has to actively avoid it, which is, I just, I just think it's really well done. That's a good, good no, yeah, we, we don't, we're not getting like big flashbacks and memories. It's just like one line that kind of, it keeps reminding us what her mental state mm-hmm. is and has been this whole time. Yeah. And also how she's, Not only how her state has been and is and what she's done, but also how she, at the same time while still being in that state, is actively, like, trying to push out the memories when she was also in that state. Like, she's constantly, I mean, again, this haze, like, she's denying everything around her, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Uh, Since when does Bella listen to rap? That's so, oh, God, it's so funny. (laughs) It's such a... uh, it's 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 um it's an interesting, very white two thousands way of talking about rap. Oh my god! It I is know. it it is like oh you listen to this. Oh, it's just such a uh, such a closed minded like casually racist way of talking about a like this genre that is you know predominantly made by black people, and you see this a lot. And so it's just it, it's a very small thing, and I don't want to get too much into it, but it's just like. Her, dis- like, disgust for rap in general and her dislike yeah. of it and her being like, you listen to rap as if that's, like, a bad thing. Uh, it's interesting. It's, it's, um, telling. <laughs> and it's just, like, slid in there so casually. And it's, it's all, it's a very, 
I don't think it's as, it's not as common now, but it was definitely a thing mm-hmm. in, like, the 2000s, right? So then, God, she tries to talk about Mike, and she's like, it, that doesn't work. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> she's trying to get Jess to just start talking, because when Jess starts talking, she just keeps talking, which is so relatable. I am the same. <laughs> um, I just will keep blabbering on like a little idiot. And then, <laughs> but she's like, that's why we have a podcast. Yes, but she keeps asking the wrong questions, and it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> Bella, please. Yeah, with the whole Mike thing, because, like, Jessica's like, uh, you see Mike more than I do, you work together, I don't know, like, we're not a thing. Yeah, and also they they, they haven't been a thing. They were doing that, like, the last we heard about them, they were doing that awkward post-breakup friend thing. So why Uh the fuck would Bella think to ask about Mike of all people? Why not I don't know, because she's still obsessed with Edward, so maybe Jessica's still obsessed with Mike. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, you'd think she'd at least clock that they're not together anymore, and that might not be the move. I know. (laughs) Whatever. Well, Bella's not been paying attention to anything. she's not the brightest bulb right now, (laughs) if we're being honest. Eric asked out Jessica. Oh, my God. Eric Yorkie. (laughs) Good good for him? I guess. (laughs) Cool. But that's what gets her. So she's like, oh my god, Eric Yorkie, tell me everything. And then so she goes into all about Eric and comparing him to this other guy, Connor, that they were seeing. And that's all she needed. Yep. She just needed to find the right boy to talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Does this not pass the, the Bechdel test? <laughs> the Bechdel test? Oh, it's, it's Bechdel. I've never heard it pronounced yeah. again. It's all good. I don't take, <laughs> I don't take literary classes. Um, um, I only read things online. That's fair. A little Tumblr gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so they get to the movie. Um, you know, Jess has talked about them enough. It's interesting. It's like the, she's like, I, I couldn't find a nice way to say no. Which is like, uh, don't, oh. don't do this. Oh, but also I feel bad for no. her. I feel bad for her, but I also feel bad for him. And then it's just bad. Uh, it must have been so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have... I would say I've always regretted the moments where you feel too bad to say no and go through with it. Yes. And a hundred percent of time, wish like just say no. It's it's worth it's way better yeah. than the and agony of actually going through exactly. with a, and a this, date. Exactly. And this, yeah, it's not even not even just a date, but just like any sort of plans or things, you yeah. can say no, and that is such a valuable thing that I have learned. Oh, I love mm-hmm. I love to say no to people. Ah. Oh, oh yes. it feels so good. It's, it's, it, it, it's like, how, what is saying no like? It's like, it's like you're, you've, you've prepared for, you know, a, a relaxing day. You have your plans in place. You're excited about them. And then somebody comes along and is like, oh, like, do you want to, do you want to go out and do this thing with me? And you're just like Absolutely thinking about not. like this night of like <laughs> pizza and, and I don't know, playing Minecraft. <laughs> and then you go, No. And then and it's just your, like, your fate <laughs> is sealed. You don't have to speak to anybody all night. <laughs> I have no obligations. I'm just going to mine and crack. <laughs> Literally me. Me I know. being like, oh, boyfriend, um, let's not hang out tonight. I have to build this house. I build blocks. <laughs> I gotta build a block Sorry, house. Sorry, build a block house. I'm busy. Book. Anyway. What about a hobbit hill inside my little Minecraft hole? Yeah. Yep, basically. Okay. Uh, so they start the movie, and of course, she immediately notices that there's a couple on a beach being all lovey-dovey and whatever, and so Bella 
leaves the theater uh, and says she's getting popcorn because she doesn't want to see any of this nonsense. Uh, When she finally comes back, Jessica's like, you missed everything. Almost everyone's a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny. That's just how zombie movies be like, you know? Yeah. You you step away from 20 minutes and half the people have turned. That's actually facts. That is so true. You hate zombie movies, don't you? I do um i don't like i do not actively go searching for zombie movies i've watched two and i did like both of them but also they were horrible because i hate zombies (laughs) i i i really enjoyed both of them but i also despised them which ones did you see i watched train to busan and hashtag alive I've never seen either of those. I don't know why I asked. (laughs) (laughs) They're both. I don't like um, zombie movies. They're both Korean. Because I find them stupid. Um, I I think they are. That's the other thing is that I think they're generally stupid. I think they're unnecessarily like just weird. I I don't know. But Train to Busan made me cry. Hashtag Alive was very funny. I I did like them both. Uh, You know what? I'll say the only valid zombie movie is Zombieland. I don't even. I I don't even know what that is. It's a it's it's an it's an intentionally like comedic zombie movie. Ah, uh, I it's, see. It's ridiculous and it's silly. The the most of the the zombie content I've consumed is Plants vs Zombies. Oh, yeah. that's a spooky one. Yeah, terrifying. Sometimes it's so scary I have to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Can't play the game too scary. Shut up. <laughs> so she gets popcorn for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then she makes a rather startling comparison, which I found interesting that she identified this way, is, uh, she was watching a zombie shambling across the, the, the ground, and the scene keeps switching between a survivor screaming at the zombie and the, the zombie getting closer, and mm-hmm. the problem is, is that she realizes that she actually resembles the zombie more than the person who's screaming, yeah. like the human person. Yeah. Uh, because she has been a zombie for this entire time. Zombie Bella. Zombie Bella. Hashtag Zombie Bella. Um, Zombella. 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 That sounds like Zoella. <laughs> Cruella DeVille. Uh-huh. Um, that was fun. That was some fun rhyming we were doing. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, this is really, uh, as much as we're uh, laughing about it, it's fucking depressing that she's like yeah. identifying with a uh, zombie more than with a human. That's mm-hmm. fucking rough. It's it's funny that, but she does, she does. It was ironic, all things considered, that in the end I would wind up as a zombie. Yeah. It's just like she wanted After so bad to be something supernatural. To be a mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, oh, she's zombie. Okay, cool. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Uh, just never a grotesque animated corpse. <laughs> That's not um. what she ever pictured. Yep. Uh, that's here's the other really good line that I like in this chapter, um, which is not necessarily evocative. I just think uh, it just made me go like, "Damn, uh, it was depressing to realize that I wasn't the heroine anymore. Mm. That my story was over." And it was like, "Damn, it really, it really feels like the you know she's not the main character anymore." <laughs> yeah, she's lost main character status. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't worry, don't worry. She'll meet some fun werewolves and have a different new main character. character is Jacob Black with short hair. Yes, Jacob Black with a finally a good haircut. Where are you? Where are I know? Ah, when does he come in? I know you're there. <laughs> Me yelling at my copy of New Moon. I know you're in there, Jacob. <laughs> Where Show are yourself. you? Show yourself. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
Okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, not yet. We'll have to wait on him. Not I yet. Guess. Um, the movie's over. Uh, Bella leaves before she even sees the end, and Jessica's like, "Uh, was the movie too scary for you?" And then Bella's like, "Yep. Guess I'm just a coward." <laughs> Which I find funny. Yeah, and and just just Jess points out that you know like she wasn't even really reacting. She just mm-hmm. left. She just she doesn't know why she left. She's like, yeah, I am zombie. <laughs> yeah, she is zombie. I yes. zombie. Oh shit! God, we're so good at this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anyway. what we're doing, but we're good at it. Yeah, and then she she Jess is like, yeah, I bet we're gonna have nightmares, and then. Bell's like, yeah, but she's in her head, like, not about zombies, which means I'm assuming if and when she sleeps, she has just, like, these horrible nightmares about Edward leaving her, which, uh... Yeah, that checks out. I mean, think about how many, how much, you know, very, very specific, highly relevant to her situation means (laughs) Bella always has. That's true, that's a good point. Um, Like the aging in the mirror. (laughs) Yes. So, then they... Then we take a turn. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, this is so fucking strange. But also, like, can they not go to Port Angeles once without almost, like, getting themselves right? hurt or being victims of men in some way? Uh, PSA, don't go to Port Angeles. That's yeah, what we're learning just, here. just never go, because she's gone twice. And the first time she was <laughs> actually, like, almost assaulted. And the second time she, like tried to like make it happen which is terrifying um but yeah so she notices that jess is getting is much more tense and she's like oh what's happening oh we're on an unlit sidewalk so they're in a very dark um area and Mm -hmm. they can see ahead the mcdonald's they're going to which interesting choice product placement It's, it's really funny because uh it's just so interesting how in Twilight they went to this very specific niche Italian restaurant and now she's going to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is very different. <laughs> and also she typed into a search engine, but not Google. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But now it's McDonald's. We're allowed to say yeah, McDonald's we, now. We're, we made um, it. S. <laughs> Meyer said we can say McDonald's. <laughs> um, so let's set the scene. Bella sees uh, some sketchy, sketchy dudes outside a bar, and she immediately thinks, oh, this is like deja vu, which we just talked about because of her last uh, unfortunate incidents in this fucking town. Yep. Uh, And instead of being like, ooh, deja vu, like, this is bad, I'm going to walk away, she's like, hmm, I think I know them. I'm I'm going to walk towards them. I'm just going to check this out. I'm just going to survey the land, see what's out, see what's up over here at the bar. Yeah, and like... Uh, they don't, yeah, they are just, like, I mean, ju- just being men in the dark, and you're a young woman, like, they're sketchy, but they're, like, not even doing anything necessarily sketchy, they are just, they're just standing there, and I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that's not to say that men are allowed to stand there and not be sketchy, because they all are, <laughs> they just are, they are terrifying, um, <laughs> But, like, the other guys from before were clearly following her and yeah. being creepy and making comments. And these dudes are just vibing. They're just hanging out. And she's like, I'm going to cause trouble. <laughs> she's like, well, I think I will do something bad now. <laughs> I think I'm going to cause problems on purpose. Yes, that's the that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. 
the funny thing is that my first thought was like she's having this sense of deja vu you know dark dark strangers and shadows uh you know men in port angeles and i think then her brain goes oh and the last time this happened yeah edward showed up all of a sudden to save me right if he's and i feel like in her head she's like if he's still following me now like he did before maybe this will like provoke him to come out of hiding Mm-hmm. she's oh, trying to trigger yeah, yeah. edward showing up you know because the last time he showed up out of nowhere in his car mm-hmm. and rescued her and she's like maybe he's still watching me maybe i can like do something and he he's gonna he's gonna appear because he's actually like been watching me this whole time and he didn't actually leave right yeah i it's very self-destructive it's very much going against how she was like he was like don't do anything stupid and she was like yeah mm-hmm. She's doing stupid things constantly, like, and she's actively being self-destructive, um, so, yeah, but, uh, I, this also makes me think of something else, that holy fuck, I do not want to read the Midnight Sun version of this book, oh my god, <laughs> oh, he'd be absolutely insufferable, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm just thinking about it. Oh, it's so shit, funny because like bro. I've definitely heard like multiple people be like, "Oh, like I wish we could get New Moon because like Edward's not around." Like I would love to know. I'm like, it's just gonna be 700 pages of him angsting over, "Oh, God. like I miss Bella, but I can't think about her. This was what's best for her. I don't deserve to live. I don't deserve to have her in my life." And just Literally that over and over deal. again, Holy forever. Shit. Oh my God! You know what? You know what? Esmeyer can put out a novella that is his version of new moon and it's just five pages and it's just all of that like in one big chunk and you don't have to look at it again it's just five pages it says october november (laughs) december january and then you know however long he goes i don't even know boy god it'd be fucking insufferable i uh, i'm just thinking about it you can't see me but i'm like rubbing my eyes in tired pain Dude, you haven't even read Midnight Sun. You don't even know. You don't even know. I'm scared. I have fear. Anyway, let's, uh, this chapter. <laughs> this chapter, which nothing happens, and yet it's, oh yeah. my god. So, uh, she walks directly toward these guys, being like, oh, this one guy looks sort of like one of the guys who tried to attack me way long ago. And so she's like, I need to go find out if I know him. By walking all the way up to him without saying anything. <laughs> I know. What a weirdo. She's so fucking uh, weird, bro. Jessica asks, are you suicidal? And Ugh. Bella feels happy. Well, not happy. She doesn't feel any emotions. But she she realizes as she says it, no, I'm not. Like, no, that's actually true. I'm not. I can't be. You know? Right. Uh, even in the beginning, I didn't consider it. Um, I owed too much to Charlie, felt too responsible for Renee. So, like, she's like, no, no, I'm actually not. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, then, of course, definitely not. The, the underlying, feel, the thing that she made a promise not to do anything stupid or reckless. Which, yeah. You know, which I, I think, I think right she now. genuinely does think she owes stuff to Charlie and Renee, but I think yeah. that it's, I mean, we've seen her do this type of thing before where she lists her parents first, and then mm-hmm. at the end, she's like, oh, and Edward told me this. Which is clearly, like, yeah. even if those first, like, her parents are influences, the real reason she's not doing it is because she is going to listen to what he tells her. Yep. Um, and she's That's just kind reason. of using the other things, which are still somewhat true, but as, like, 
buffer against and yeah, like she a different want to other directly reason. think about him either. Exactly. So yeah, she oh god, and then the bar and oh, Jessica's wait. like, "What are you? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh god, is this the thing where she's like?" I felt guilty for, like, sort of twisting with that promise, and then she says something really fucking triggering, where she, she, she's like, at least oh. I wasn't, uh, yep. you know, yeah. cutting herself, basically, and she's yep. like, but she, but it's, it's said very explicitly, which I will not say right now, but if you want to go read it, it's on page 111, at least in my copy, and it's, it's extremely, yeah. it's explicit, I mean, it's not, you know, it doesn't talk about whatever but it's just it's like not, it's like that was it's not graphic it's face. just explicit yeah um, it was just like and it was like whoa wow whoa, where'd that come from <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah. like you could have just said <sighs> it wasn't like i was self-harming yeah 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 she didn't have to be that uh uh frank about it not necessary very Jeez. triggering for people who aren't seeing it coming Jesus. Oh yeah. yeah, and then so Bella's just like, "Go eat, go eat, Jess. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go talk to these random dudes in a bar." And okay, as she turns back, she hears in her fucking head, <sighs> "Bella, stop this right now." It wasn't Jessica's voice. It was a furious voice, a familiar, wonderful, fucking beautiful, soft like velvet <laughs> voice. <sighs> it was his voice. Uh, are you delusional? I think she is. What? I think she's literally having. She's having auditory hall- hallucinations. Yep. For real. And, uh, God, this is just, it's so many things. Like, first of all, she's literally, she is in such a bad state that she is having these hallucinations. She's also, she doesn't care to take care of herself herself. She yeah. will only take care of herself if she remembers him telling her to take care of herself. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is so bad. It's just, it's just so bad. And it's so bad. It's so bad because al- already, like, right away, she says in the instant that she hears it, she suddenly feels like she's surfaced from the dark pool and she feels more aware of everything and she's more alert and she can actually feel things around her, smell smells, like, see sights. And, you know, immediately you, you just think, like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, she's... She's, she's hearing voices and immediately like, oh, I'm alive again. I can hear him. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, girl, no. Uh, like, you need oh, help. Sweetie, please. Yeah. And so this like is like just weirdly agonizing. It's it, I feel like this is really, really drawn on, drawn on a bit too, too long because the I get it. But like they just... He just drags on his talking to her in her head for, like, two pages, and it's like, God, I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, though, like, when he's saying, like, the line where he's like, keep your promise, and the voice is <laughs> slipping away, it's like, is this Mufasa talking to Simba <laughs> in that one scene? <laughs> Remember, Remember like, who you are, Simba. Simba. <laughs> it's like, fuck, <laughs> bro. <laughs> God. That's exactly what I thought. Oh, that's so funny. It's literally exactly that. I just like picture him like in a series of clouds too, mm-hmm. like a stupid sparkly face, and it's just keep your promise, Bella. <laughs> and he like retreats back into the smoky clouds. In the yes, sky. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> mm. It could also be uh 
I, it could be a mix of that and remember my last Petunia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we got Mufasa and Dumbledore vibes going yeah. on here. Love it. Love Sounds it. Sounds good. Who is Edward other than a combination of Mufasa and Dumbledore? <laughs> That's the right comparison, right? That's yeah. what we've been saying all this time, ever since obviously. we read Twilight. He's obviously a, a perfect intersection if you're going to make a Venn diagram between Mufasa <laughs> and Albus Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on from that really correct uh, uh, comparison. <laughs> this goes well, on for a Bella while. At least Bella realizes that, she, that she's probably crazy, because then she's like, hmm, I think I'm having a hallucination. <laughs> Which, you know, yep. that's, that's, that's great. At Don't least she knows, that. but holy fuck, she still doesn't want to go to a therapist. Bella, please. I know. And she's, she, like, lays out two options where, like, one, she's just playing crazy and she's just hearing voices. Or two, her own subconscious is just, like, feeding her the voice. It's not like, oh, I'm literally, like, uncontrollably hearing it, but, like, I'm making it happen because I want it so bad. Which, uh, you know, um... A momentary relief from pain by embracing the incorrect idea that he cared whether I lived or died. Uh, Oof. Oof. Yeah, because he really drove it home that he didn't give a fuck before he left. Yeah, he really did. I loved you and I'll love you in a way. Oh! But I'll move stab, on. Stab, 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 stab. Some vamps and uh, I'll I move l- on. It'll I be literally fine. will stab him. I'll stab him in real life. Wooden stake. Okay. okay. Um, uh, the the fact that she's she gives these two options and then she's like, I see no option three. I'm like, what's option three and how is that the truth? <laughs> this is just like my crazy being like, because ah! whenever there's a third option, maybe option you three think is of, like, I need therapy. Maybe. Yeah. And and then she says how she's grateful even though she knows she's possibly crazy um, mm-hmm. because she was scared of. Losing the sound of his voice. Yep. Uh, yep. Bad, bad sign. Bad choices. Yep. Um, she talks about mm. how she is not allowed to think of him. That she has restricted that part of yep. her brain, suppressed it. Um, but and- instead she keeps taking steps forward. And, you know, he, he growls, Bella, turn around. And I'm like, what is this? What is this inner back and forth thing that's happening inside your head? Yeah. I don't even it's know. It's so, like, weirdly vivid. I don't know. It just, it feels, it feels odd. Um, I know, because it's not even, because uh, it's not even, like, the wording is what makes it so very vivid, because it's yeah. not, like, the voice in her head said. It is, he growled, yep. as if he is actually there. Um, yeah, yeah, In yeah. some capacity, which is just definitely makes it very confusing. And I think it's confusing for her, too, but, um... Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she talks about how she is relieved because she wanted to hear anger in his voice to feel that he cared. Like, we talked about this already, but yeah. uh, she kind of repeats it again. Um, <sighs> it's so... Very few seconds passed, though, while she sorted all this out, so yeah. that's good. <laughs> that's this good. all happened in the course of, like, maybe two steps. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, a, a man calls out to her, and he's just like, Hi. Hey, uh, how you doing? <laughs> what you doing over there? You coming? You hey, I'm, hey, you walking over there? Why don't you Why don't you come over here? Come here, sweetheart. It, it's <laughs> but the, these. It's interesting because these guys are actually not. I mean, this men, but they're not bad because he's he's just like, can I buy you a drink? And he like seems nervous, like yeah, like he's like 
ooh, ooh, she likes me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, she's she's pretty, and she she walked all the way over here. Did, did you want to do you want a drink? And she's just like, uh, I'm I'm too young. She's and like, he's like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck are you fuck? here? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, and and. Uh. And then, you know, they're like, just hang out a little bit, which is creepy. And she's like, ah, ha, ha, no. You're not going to outright uh-huh, try to no. attack me, so I, you're not useful to me anymore. And she leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally she says, these were not the dangerous men I remembered. They were probably nice guys. Safe. I lost interest. Yeah, she's like, this, <laughs> I, this is not enough danger to put myself in for him to magically appear. So, bye! Yeah, as soon as I realize I'm not in danger, Edward in my brain disappears. So, like, this is useless to me. I gotta go. Yeah, gotta pee. Yeah, and she goes back and rejoins Jess, and she's walked up and she's like, let's go eat, as if, like, nothing had happened. I know. And this is where whatever Jess says is valid. (laughs) I don't... Oh, yeah, Jess calls them psychopaths. (laughs) They could have been psychopaths. (laughs) You don't know. And she's like, you're so odd, I feel like I don't know who you are. And, like, even though these words are, like, harsh... I do, like, I don't think she, I don't think she crosses necessarily any lines, and I think her reaction is pretty valid for, like, being in that situation. Also being, because she's not, like, she's not completely safe of this. She's also a teenage girl, and she was clearly tense and scared, and that made her even more scared, and her friend just did something absolutely reckless and could have gotten her in trouble, too, and her in danger. And so, of course, she's pissed. And, of course, she's going to, you know, then turn up the volume in the car just so that they can't talk to each other because she's mad. Like, I get it. I understand why she's... Like, it's not the nicest way to react, but I get why she's doing it because Bella put both of them in danger there. And that wasn't yeah. okay. And it probably scared her on multiple levels in terms yeah. of concern for herself, concern for Bella, and concern for just Bella's, like, mental state, right? Yeah. All of those things combined just... Yeah. So awkward, so uncomfortable, and like just coupled with like the weirdness of like the night where it's just like what what is even happening? Like Bella's talking to me all of a sudden. Now we're going to see a zombie movie, except she was outside of the theater for like half, half of, it. of it at this point, uh, and, and now she's walking towards guys she doesn't know and uh, we're way older. What than her. what is going on? Oh God, it's so weird. So yeah, they they go to McDonald's. They go to McDonald's. <laughs> it's like great, and then. Jess, like, literally doesn't even talk to her. Like, she tr- Bella tries to make conversation, and Jess is just not having it. And then they go home. And remember how this drive is, like, supposed to be an hour? Yeah. And she has the volume up for an hour? Mm-hmm. Except, but also, it, it, the, she says that the ride had not taken long, and short as it seemed. Anyway. I'm confused. We we know that Esmeyer cannot do math. We know this. I don't this. get it. It's so confusing. Because, like, that's a, an hour that's a is, long hour. is long. It, it shouldn't have not taken long. Especially, it's an hour already and then an hour of not talking. Yeah. That's going to feel like an agonizingly long time, I so think. I don't know why she called it short. But whatever. Mm. She tries to call it... She's, she tries to say that it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can't even say with a straight face because it's so fucking funny. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, and then she apologizes for the dot 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 after the movie. And Jess is just like, whatever. She's uh, like, I'm bye. So- I'm done. Yeah, she's just so pissed. Uh, validly so. And, mm-hmm. and then she's like, you know, she's trying to apologize somewhat. 
And then, you know, Jess isn't really having it. Bella gives up. And then she says, I'd forgotten her by the time I was inside. Which, like, like she seemed really really guilty about it. And she seemed like she was trying to make an effort to sort of apologize and sort of make amends. And then she completely, like, ditches it uh, again, which is just interesting. I don't know. Yeah, it just, it really gives the whole overall vibe that she was just using Jessica to... Yep. Do, to, to appease Charlie, and she didn't really care if Jessica was there or not. She wasn't there to spend time with Jessica. She was just using her as a distraction. Right, and as a uh, way to just and she fill space. Her. Yeah. Yep. And, and to, to try to prolong her sadness by continuing a ruse with Charlie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Charlie's pissed because <laughs> Bella shows up late, and she's like, I said I was going out with Jessica, and he's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and and it's he. She says, "Is that okay?" And he studied her face, his eyes widening as if he saw something unexpected. Which I I'm not really sure exactly what he's seeing there. Um, I think it's related to this whole like after hearing Edward's voice, she felt like she had like reemerged oh, from a, yeah. the dark pool of of haziness and so like maybe he saw like her actually being more aware of her surroundings and not just dead inside right uh yeah yeah maybe maybe somewhat um but yeah so then she's like night i did what you wanted you're welcome (laughs) yeah and then she says for the uh whatever had happened tonight it had woken me up for the first time in a long time i didn't know what to expect in the morning so yeah, there she's like, holy shit, I, I felt I felt things, and I'm feeling pain right now. But turns out, I, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm I might be strong enough to bear it, which that's encouraging. Yeah, that's that's something. Yeah, because I, I do think that like the second to last page on here with the the paragraphs that start with it was a crippling thing, and and then and yet I found it could survive. Those are very, it's like yay turning up somewhat like it's it's horrible because this whole big thing is like she's like i am gasping for air and it's i'm so exhausted and feeling ragged and unhealed and cold and just horrible but i can survive this and that is a really really good um turning powerful thought yeah Mm -hmm. she's like i this is the worst thing ever however However, I'm not dying because of this feeling. Yes. I, I can manage it. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Jacob Black, where are you? Where the fuck? Uh, the return of the filler <laughs> chapters. <laughs> um, we're there. We're, we're at this point, and I hope the next chapter is not a filler chapter, or I'll punch S. Meyer in real life. That's a promise. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a threat to it's me. It's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right. This was a good chapter. Well, I'm 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 glad we've uh, moved on to one chapter per episode. I was kind of worried about this one because it is such a, it's not a filler. nothing chapter, but it is a somewhat of a filler chapter. Yeah. Um, she does have some like developments, but it's still very filler e. But, but we still yeah. you know we still managed to talk it out. So I'm glad, and I think this uh, new thing is going to work out. Schedule. So thank yeah. you for everyone for being understanding about it. And I think that's actually going to be a lot better because we can talk more in depth about every chapter. Not, it's not as exhausting of recordings for us. Um, this feels a lot more manageable. So absolutely. Wow. 
had fun. <laughs> wow, I'm excited to see what happens next. I'm going to read it tonight, maybe? I don't know. Something. Oh. Sometime soon. The next chapter, uh, we, we used to do teasers, didn't we? We say. Oh, yeah. Next chapter Shit. is called, is chapter five, Cheater. Uh-oh. Well. What, well. We know Bella's not in a relationship, so who's a cheater? <laughs> who's a cheater? And is it, is it, is it a relationship cheater? Is he cheating at poker? Cheating at a test? Cheating on a test? We'll who, see. Who knows? Guess you have to find, find out, out next, next time. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>